on the beach thinking and reflecting on being passionate about certain topics uh, if you are like me then you're passionate about some certain topics but I think Christians should be wise and gentle and slow to speak on issues that deal with like hot-button topics like like politics like abortion like divorce, like anything that that potentially could um, make someone feel shame. So I remember when I was first starting out preaching, and and I would talk about uh, like abortion, and I would say things like you know, abortion stops a beating heart, and all these little catchphrases that that. Um, pro-choicer people typically say all the while not knowing that percentage wise and, and uh, statistic wise there are always a few people in the audience who have participated in one and so I, I learned to to bring up the topic to to you know to squash the argument and then just walk away so that's not gracious it, it, it doesn't deal with the, the after effects, the, the lingering shame, the, the grace that is needed in the midst of the brokenness. Um, I think Jesus style would be, it would be better if you do, if you want to say things like it stops the beating heart and say, and, and now let's talk about those who are in the room, who are wrestling with the shame and the guilt that comes. I want to let you know that there's grace. I want to let you know that there's redemption. I want to let you know that that's not your identity. Um, that, that was a choice made in the past that doesn't have to stay with you. And so here's a group that our church offers. And then you just go like that. So you, it's, just, it's a totally different approach than to bash someone on the head with a Bible and run away. Um, you can talk about sexuality this way. You can talk about everything. If it's, if it's wrapped in grace... Rather than knowledge, it's going to be so much more amazing and, and, and received with grace. Um, you're not going to get as much pushback. So um, that's my encouragement. Be encouraging. You read through the book of Ephesians. It's, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth except for that which is helpful for building others up. So if, if, if it would sound silly coming out of Jesus' mouth to somebody, then it should sound silly coming out of my mouth. And if I can imagine in, in my mind what Jesus would say, and it's gracious and it's compassionate and it's tender and it's forgiving, then I should say it. If it's shame-inducing, if it is, um, I don't know, gonna remind, gonna put someone down and make them cower away, then, then don't. And here's another just final warning: you start talking really passionately about people, uh, about about certain sins, 
whoever's in your community group will, will immediately shut down. Let's just say like, oh, I can't stand that guy. He's a freaking cheater, right? The person who has committed infidelity in the community group will, not, will no longer share. They no longer feel safe. But if you throw something out there like, God, we serve such a gracious God. Like even in the midst of infidelity, he's a gracious God. And, and, and that's what we're here for. Last, last, last thing here. In that same group, we have to role model freedom by going first. We don't wait for people to, to make a confession or, or be transparent. We just role model it. And the more you do this, the more it becomes natural. You just let, roll th- let things roll off your tongue. Where the enemy wants you to live in shame and guilt and isolation and, and hiding, we can role model like, here, here's Ben. So here's where I needed God this week. Here's where I totally needed him to come through and to help me because I was wrestling with this, with this shame and bitterness and guilt. And then, and then you do it. And that is contagious. Courage is contagious. All right. That's all I got to say, Fabcasters. Love you guys. Peace.